Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. I'm Antonio, and this is episode 95 for, yeah, the middle of April. You know, yeah, tax day, <laughs> at least here in the States. Yeah, so uh, how are you guys doing? I'm uh, recording this really late at night, so I might sound a little on the sleepy side. I'm trying to keep my voice down so that I'm not waking anybody up, especially my cat, Opie, or my wife. <laughs> so I'm going to... I'm going to sound like a late night DJ here. <laughs> I, just, I need to talk slow and quiet, but, uh, yeah, uh, we're getting into, uh, springtime. Finally, the weather's changing, turning nice. Uh, today it was actually warm enough to walk around without a jacket, which seems strange. It's the middle of April. We should be, uh, things should be nice and toasty already, but it's not. So anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, like I said, it's episode 95. Uh, I'm, having a hard time believing I've done 95 of anything. <laughs> Just, so yeah, uh, we'll be getting into my hundredth episode soon. Uh, I'm going to probably have some changes, not crazy changes. Don't worry. I'm just going to do, I might have to, uh, I might be changing up the music a little bit. Uh, and, uh, we'll see what happens for the hundredth episode of, I'm, my, my goal would be to try to make it something special. I'm not sure if it's practical to do that, but you know, I got five more episodes, which is what, 10 weeks? Right? Yeah, yeah. When am I going to do that by? Sometime in the summer. It's too late for me to try to figure out the time for that. But it's like sometime during the summer. So hopefully I'll have a special 100th episode, and that will be kind of exciting. But uh, yeah. So um, I wanted to, I you know, I went to and, and did some shooting in Greenwood Cemetery yesterday, and I did some recording, and I was going to, do that for this show and uh something sort of came up and changed my mind and you know here i am uh, thinking i'd rather i'll put that off to the side i have something else that's sort of fresh in my mind and uh i'm just gonna go with it so uh well let's see how it goes but um I'll tell you a story so early in february uh my wife and i went down to florida to visit her uncle uh, her uncle Gene, uh, who lives down there. And, uh, we were really, it was really nice. We were flown out by, uh, sort of invited and flown out by Elizabeth's brother. He took a whole bunch of us and, uh, he flew us down there. And the reason why we went down, it was because it was, uh, uncle Gene's 90th birthday. And, um, we were going to go sit down and celebrate. And he had just recently, got to feeling better. He had been not well and he was on an upturn and he was really, really, you know, happy. Uh, and, uh, they figured it was a really good time to go down and celebrate his 90th birthday. Um, we weren't really supposed to bring him any gifts. He didn't want anything. It was really just, I guess the gift was we were going down there and it was a surprise that, uh, so much of us, so many of us had gone down there to, to go celebrate his birthday. So, uh, we were only going, let's see, can't remember. We went on a Thursday and we're coming back Sunday. So it was like a short four day trip. And, uh, I only brought, only brought, I, I tried to pack as light as possible. I mean, I definitely brought a couple of cameras with me and, and a couple of lenses. Uh, you know, I just brought my, my Fuji, uh, X100T and my, T, uh, X-T2 and I think a couple of lenses and, you know, that's it. I mean, it was really, you know, I was able to go down there with, uh, one of my small camera bags and, and my job wasn't really to take pictures. I was really down there. Well, I mean, I was, I was going to take pictures of course, 
but I wasn't bringing a whole bunch of gear. I was really there to celebrate uh, his 90th birthday. And so actually before we went, one of uh, one of my nieces you know, contacted us and said she wanted to put together a, uh, a photo book for him, uh, you know, memories from the past, and uh, asked us if we had any pictures. And my wife, you know, looked through our archive. And we had a bunch of pictures. We actually had a a good amount of pictures of um, Uncle Gene and his past. Uh, I'm not sure we got them from Elizabeth's parents, who they both passed away. And I think we got some of their pictures, or if she already had them. I don't know, but we had a bunch of them. So um, I was able to uh, scan a bunch of them. I, I, you know, I just fired them up on my Epson printer scanner thing here. Uh, and, and scan them at whatever resolution was good there. I was trying to do it fast because I knew we were making a book and I wasn't really going to go for like really, really high res scans. I mean, I did decent size scans, but nothing, you know, I wasn't into doing all the Photoshop stuff. Um, so I, you know, I scanned a bunch of, of the images and they were like typical snapshots, uh, family events, weddings, bar mitzvahs, you know, some of the, some of his childhood shots. There was a f- cool shot of him as a, uh, a little kid wearing a tuxedo and, and a little top hat. That's <laughs> really cute. And also, you know, a shot of him as a cowboy. And uh, oh, one red, one shot was really, really beautiful. It was his uh, wedding shot. Him and his wife were uh, photographed. There was a wedding portrait. Uh, I uh, I think, and this was in the for late late forties. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna get the dates mixed up, but it was. Uh, he was pretty young. He was born in 1929, so 29, 39, 49. So I think it was in the l- late 40s that he got married. Uh, he was pretty young when he got married. And anyway, uh, the, the the thing back then was to take a picture, um, probably post-wedding, uh, in a studio where you know they were wearing their the outfits that they're going to wear and, and standing in front of a backdrop. So it was a beautiful black and white shot. It was, a, I think, an 8x10, beautiful sepia-toned um, picture, very, very sharp. And I, I did do a high-res scan of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, so anyway, we, I scanned all these shots and uh, threw them in the Dropbox and sent them to my niece. And, uh, you know, she, she made the photo book. I didn't see the photo book ahead of time. Uh, so when we got down to Florida, our first visit with him, Pretty much the day that we got there, we all went to his apartment, and um, it was. I think that was his actual birthday. Was when we got down there, and we gave him. You know, he he didn't want any gifts. He had already said ahead of time he'd want any gifts. But I think uh, you know the photo book was sort of an exception. You know, we were like, we're giving you this photo book. <laughs> if you don't want gifts, but well, you're getting this. But we gave him the photo book, and. Uh, you know, it was, it was, I don't think it was an Apple book, but it was something like that or blurb or, or, um, Shutterfly or something like that. It was a nicely printed book. It was pretty well done. And, uh, we gave it to him and he absolutely loved it. He could not put that book down. Um, you know, as we were, as we were going through the, the, the pages and looking over his shoulder, I, the, the photographer in me sort of kicked in and I could see that some of the pictures were not very high resolution (laughs) and uh, or blown up a little bit and they were a little pixelated and I'm like I'm cringing as the photographer you know artist part of me was like oh 
And then I was like, okay, calm down. It doesn't matter. Right. The, the, in, in this case, the book was not about like being an ultra high quality book. I mean, it was really good, but you know, people, uh, my niece was working with what she had and some of the pictures were low res and, and whatnot. And, uh, she, she did a very great job at making the book and, uh, it was great. And I had to just sort of, you know, turn that part of me off that wants to be like, oh, that could just be high res and there should be this and blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't being critical of my niece. It was just like, you know, if we just had uh, the higher, you know, if we just, everybody had high res scans of their, the, of these pictures, we, the book would be much better. And anyway, you know what? I turned that voice off. I said, shut up. Because like I said, it didn't matter. What mattered was, uh, I mean, certainly Uncle Gene wasn't looking through the book and saying, what's wrong with this picture? You know, um, even some pictures were out of focus, you know, because some of the pictures were from old cameras or Instamatics or something like that, where the, you know, the quality was a little iffy. And uh, so, you know, it, it didn't matter to him. Right. He could not put that book down. Uh, so he wasn't worried about the quality. So that was a very interesting sort of not really interesting, you know, because we're as photographers, we're kind of looking at things at a certain level and we want it to be a certain way. And then everybody else is like, you know what, it's good enough. And they're not crazy like the rest of us saying, you know, it's got to be, you know, multiple megapixels or extra, extra sharp. And most people don't really care. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that. There's, I'm going to get back to this in a, in a little while. Um, so anyway, the book became sort of the focal point during the afternoon. It, it like really fired up his memories and it started a whole uh, bunch of conversations about, you know, things that were happening in the book. And when um, when things settled down a little bit, I could see him uh, when really nobody else was looking at him. He would like you know put the book down on the coffee table and he'd pick it back up again and he'd put his hands over the cover. He'd touch the cover and he'd flip through the book very quickly again and look at the back and look at the front. And uh and then he wouldn't necessarily put it back down on the coffee table. He sort of held it against his chest. And, you know, I could see how much it this book meant to him. Uh, it was probably one of the best presents that he could have gotten. I mean, in addition to having his family come down there for his 90th birthday, this book really sort of um, added something special. I could just see it. Now, I wasn't sitting in his chair, you know, but I, I mean, you know, the the, the, the motions, the, the gestures, you know, holding a book, you don't do that with something you don't like, you know? So he definitely, um, he definitely loved that book. So anyway, uh, like I said, I went down with some of my camera gear, of course. Um, I really, I haven't been to Florida in a long time and I really kind of liked it. <laughs> you know, we were here in February. It was the coldest. I think the day we went down, the day we went down was the coldest of the season here in New York. Um, it's down like 11 degrees or 10 degrees or something like that. So we got down there and it was really nice. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hot, hot, but it was, you know, walking around and going to the pool kind of thing. It was really nice. Uh, anyway, so I, like I said, I brought my cameras with me, but it wasn't, I don't know. I didn't really want to document the, um, the birthday. I did uh, I had some intention to document the birthday party and just sort of the whole four days that we were there. And I thought I might be shooting a lot of stuff, right? You know, I didn't know what kind of events were going to be there. And, I, you know, I wasn't going down as the photographer. You know, it wasn't like, say, someone said, hey, can you take pictures of the 90th birthday? It was just like, this is what I do. You know, I bring my camera with me wherever I go. 
especially to family events. And I like to, I like to take, you know, pictures and snapshots and whatnot. Um, but, you know, so uh, I did bring, like I said, I brought my Fuji X100T knowing that um, that's a really great camera to be discreet with. You know, it's it's small. The, the shutter is very, very quiet. Um, it, it doesn't weigh a lot, you know, so I can carry it with me all the time. Uh, and it's nothing fancy, you know, it's like, you know, it's a 35 millimeter lens. Um, it's, it's wide enough, uh, that I can get, you know, group shots and I can do portraits with it, make some decent portraits, but they don't look too bad with that camera. So, uh, and I was also bringing my other XT20. So if I want to do some other kind of maybe serious shots of anything, you know, not just of uh, Uncle Gene or the family, I could do, you know, I could have that. I like bringing a couple cameras with me. But my intention was just sort of be a fly in the wall, you know, when I'm not being involved in things, just being a fly in the wall and, and document what I saw, you know, 90th birthday, family coming down, a big surprise, you know, like that seemed worth something, right? Uh, but you know what? In the end, I, I ended up taking more shots, like numbers-wise, of, of the sunsets and the birds and the lizards and the pool. Um, I mean, I did take shots of uncle gene and a little bit of the family i don't think i did any group shots there was a lot of people there sometimes and it was it, it didn't you know when you're in the middle of something sometimes it doesn't like you have this intention i'm going to do a group shot something like that and like you know what I, to, to heck with it you know uh, iphone selfie type shots are fine you know someone will do that and, and it's all good um so uh what was i getting to oh that's a long way back. anyway when i uh I'm going to jump forward now. We, the four days we came back and, uh, when I got back, I, something popped in my mind. In fact, I might've wrote it while I was on the plane ride coming home, but, um, I wrote a blog post and what I want to do is I want to read it verbatim. I mean, some of you, uh, who listen to the show may not know that I post blog posts on my website now and then. So you may not have read this and some of you may have, so please indulge me. Uh, but I want to read it um, because these were the thoughts I had in February. And uh, I'm going to use my writing voice here because it's not my talking voice. So I want to read this blog post. I think I posted it February 6th on my site. And it's called, I'm at a loss for photos. So here goes. I spent this last weekend in Florida visiting my wife's uncle, Uncle Gene, who just turned 90. I brought my camera and yes, I took the sunset shots and the palm tree shots and the pool shots. And yes, I took the pelican shots. Those things are friggin' dinosaurs for sure. I took all of those, but did I take pictures of uncle Gene. Yeah, just a few, you know, I'm sitting there for this guy's 90th birthday and thinking, I don't know when I'll see him again. And I should be taking lots of photos of him. And yet I really couldn't come to stick the camera in my face and snap away all weekend. I mean, what purpose would that have had? Sure, I'd be recording this moment in my family's history and his, but I wasn't there as a documentarian. I could do that because I am a photographer, after all, and sometimes that is my purpose. But I'm there looking at this guy who just tucked 90 years under his belt, and he looks quietly upon his family, and I think, what the hell more can I add to this story? If I pick up the camera and start shooting... What are the photos going to tell of this moment? I really couldn't come up with an answer. All I knew is that I wanted to sit there and look at him too. It's like looking at the Grand Canyon, you know? A camera or a photo just 
can't really capture the immensity of it all or the feeling you have standing there. I mean, I actually haven't been there, but I can imagine that experience. I mean, this guy's 90 years old. What the hell is a photo of him now going to tell? How will taking a shot capture the immensity of someone living nearly a century with all those life experiences? And what will putting a camera up to my face do for me at that moment? I really didn't have any good answers. I managed to take a few nice shots, but you know what? I really was at a loss for photos. And that's the, that was the blog post. I messed up a little. <laughs> like I said, it's late night, but you get the gist of it. And, you know, I, I came up with the title because it was sort of a play on that phrase, like being a loss for words. You know, I, I kind of looked when, when I was there and I was looking at him and I was looking at everything that was going on. I mean, it, you know, it, it wasn't even, how do I say this? Yes, it was his 90th birthday, but it was like another family gathering. We'd all flown down there. We've done this up here, you know, in New York and New Jersey. And, you know, my wife has got a very large family. So when we have these family gatherings, there's a lot of people and there's just a lot of talking back and forth. And there's, you know, I wouldn't say it's very intimate, you know, it's just because there's so many people there. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm there and I, I've got this camera with me. I'm like, I I don't really want to go around and start just taking pictures of uncle Gene. I'll take a few. Like when we were in the car, I took some shots of him. I often photographed him in such a way that, kind of maintained some anim- anonymity, um, kept his, uh, kept him anonymous a little bit. It's just, I can't, I can't come up with words this late at night. Um, cause there were some pictures I wanted to post publicly and I didn't really necessarily want to show him, you know, I've got my own shots of him, you know, from the family, but there was other shots I shot of him sort of generically a little bit. Uh, and those will probably, you'll see those probably in the show notes. Those are the pictures I'll, I'll, I'll be posting. Um, but you know, I'm sitting there and it's, and it's like, I'm thinking like, what, what more am I going to add to this story? You know? And what it's going to do is putting the camera up to my face is just going to keep me away from the experience of being with him on, on this special time, you know? So it was, it was interesting trying to ride that balance. You know, I'm not only a photographer, but I'm also a family member and like, I don't want to miss the experience, right? I know somebody, and no names mentioned, uh, no anything. It's just I know somebody who, uh, during um, their family events, has a camera to their face all the time. And I go to this person and I say, you know, your memories of this in the future are only going to be the memories that you have through the viewfinder, not of the experience. And, and this person, you know, ignored me. I'm not saying that I'm, you know, right. I'm, it's fine. You can do what you want, but I was, uh, and I'm trying not to be too judgmental because I know I've done this myself. So this is kind of a tricky spot, but you know, this idea of having my, like for me, having my entire memory sort of, um, what I saw through the viewfinder, it just seems, I don't know. I think I'm beyond that now. I mean, I like to find the, the good mix of things, be part of the, uh, whatever's going on and then also being able to document it. But, um, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I, I couldn't see more of what I could add to the situation with my, with my photographs. And then I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I might put a few on Facebook and stuff like that, but I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sure I wanted to just be a documentarian. Like I said,
So I brought my camera with me everywhere, and, and, and I would always grab a few uh, handfuls of uh, shots of Uncle Gene and everybody else. But like I said, I wasn't up to playing the part of the photographer, you know, partly because I just wanted to enjoy the time there. And I wasn't constantly being in people's faces with my camera. So I would grab shots discreetly and when appropriate and, you know, maybe more candids. And it just, you know what, that felt right for me. I was at a loss for photos. Well, Uncle Gene died two days ago. Uh, this is Sunday. He died on uh, Friday. So we did get the chance to see him for the last time. And, and I'm really happy about that. You know, there's not often... You know, we kind of had a feeling that when we got down there, he had not been in good shape. And then actually he recovered really nicely. He was vibrant and up and, you know, he had all his faculties and his body was not acting right a little bit. But he had to walk with a walker, but he was there. You know, it was pretty much him. We went down there kind of with that in the back of our mind, like this could be the last time we see him. And that was kind of in my mind when I'm, you know, taking pictures. These are might be some of the last things that uh, I'm able to shoot of him, you know, doing something. And I was really happy and honored that I got a chance to spend a little bit of time with him uh, in his last couple of months. I wasn't very close with Uncle Gene, um, but, you know, when we saw each other at family events, uh, he'd hug me and he'd kiss me and he really made me feel like I was the most special person in the world. I mean, that, that was just his way. He was really um, outgoing, you know, and... Uh, I'll always describe him as being one of the nicest human beings I ever met. And there's a very short list of people on that on that list. And he's he's up on that on the top of that list. You know, he's in that in those top ten or whatever my list is. Uh really, really nice human being. And uh, you know, he didn't never minded me taking pictures of him when I did, you know, even at other events. He'd have a great time. And judging by the uh by the snapshots that we scanned of him, uh, you know, he, he didn't mind being in front of the camera. Um, I was also happy that I got a chance to uh, actually talking about those, you know, scan some of those shots, look at it and help put that book of memories together for him. I knew it, I could see it made him so happy, you know, and um, the, the photo book um, made me think of something um, in general about, uh, you know, the photos in the book were like when he when we got the book, the photos I noticed were like uh, like spark plugs, let's say firing off the engine of, of his memory. You know, he would look at a shot uh, like a shot of him as a young boy at the dining table with his family. And it became like the starting point of a long memory in a in a conversation about that period of time in his life. You know, and there's uh there was another shot of him and his friend and both of them were dressed in women's bathing suits. And, you know, that led to another really incredibly funny story and in, in some new direction. And, you know, sometimes, like I was saying before about, you know, this, uh, you know, I was thinking about the quality of the pictures and sometimes we, as photographers, we might dismiss snapshots, you know, uh, you know, sometimes where I think they're amateurish and have little other have little value other than just you know recording the moment that something happened. Um, I'm being kind of extreme there. It's not really true. We all take snapshots because we want to remember something, but uh, we somehow separate those from you know the other kind of pictures that we do. You know, the art pictures or the pictures that we do for work or whatever. You know, the snapshots become something else, and 
you know, they get put on a shelf and they're not looked at. But so I'd like to, you know, put out the argument that those snapshots are important. We know they're important. It's kind of why we do them. But, you know, they help us to remember um, that we were part of something and we experienced something and they can lead to this, you know, sparking our memories later in life when we're looking back at, at where we were and what we've done and and helping us to describe where we were and to the you know to the people around us who might want to know and might want to help to uh you know experience this stuff with us so i don't ever want to you know dismiss snapshot photography if anything i like to say it's just as important as any other photography where they do we do and maybe possibly even more important because in the end you know what are all these other shots that we take of you know i don't know but for me, people on the street or sunrises and, you know, what really does that matter? How does that forward our story? And, you know, snapshots, pictures of us with our friends and our family and our pets and, and places we've been and all that kind of stuff. You know, I think that kind of helps to push our stories a little bit further. And ultimately, they may actually be more important than all the other pictures that we think we spend so much time with, you know, making so um, that's just, you know, an opinion thing here. But uh, having spent the time with Uncle Gene and seeing the um, seeing how much it meant to him to receive that photo book uh, in his, you know, uh, on his very special birthday and how much I could see it meant to him made me really think about that importance. And, and also the fact that, you know, we're so obsessed, we're, some of us can be so obsessed with you know, quality and everything's going to be perfect and, and whatnot. And, you know, the phrase, uh, uh, perfect is the enemy of, uh, good. You know, we'd prefer to get something that's good and, uh, not wait for perfection. So yeah, you know, the pictures might be slightly out of focus and it doesn't matter. You know, uh, the, the, the pictures, the snapshots are kind of a means to an end, you know, they're the conduit which help us remember where we were and who we were with. And maybe that ends up being a little bit more important. And um, just to say about Uncle Gene, you know, uh, like I said, I didn't, we weren't close. Doesn't mean we weren't close. I mean, you know, he lived in Florida. We live up in Brooklyn. And how often could I get down to Florida? Not very. He might come up for, uh, you know, family events that were happening up here. I get to see him and then generally for a short period of time. Uh, so I don't, I didn't really know him that well, but I could see, I mean, I knew him from like the stories he told and, and, uh, how he lived his life. And, uh, I mean, just a little note about his life. He was, uh, uh, he was born in 1929 when he was 15. He, uh, he ran away to go join the Marines and fight in, uh, World War II. And while he was in training, they actually took him out. They found out his his sister was able to find him. Uh, I can't remember where he was. Uh, I can't remember where he was training, but you know, obviously, this is before the internet and and before a lot of things. And uh, he and his friend actually like forged documents to get uh, to get enlisted into the Marines. And he was two months into training, and and one day. <laughs> like the camp chaplain came by, you know, like knocked on his door and said, you know, Hey, we, you know, 
your sister is looking for you. <laughs> they took him out of, they took him out of, uh, uh, the Marines and, uh, he had to wait until he was 17 where he could get his parents consent. Uh, and then he ended up joining the army. Um, but he's, he's always considered himself a Marine. So, uh, you know, uh, uncle Gene Semper Fi. Hoorah. Um, anyway, so that's all I wanted to talk about today. It was, uh, was my experiences with, uh, what happened, uh, with, uh, uncle Gene and, uh, he will be missed. Uh, like I said, one of the nicest human beings, uh, that I've ever met. And, uh, you know, if I can help share his memory through all you guys a little bit, just a little teeny tiny bit, uh, I'm glad to do that. So, uh, and, uh, you know, my, I don't have any advice about, you know, being in a similar situation. You just need to do what you feel is right. And and I don't have any judgments. If you're wanting to go to a family event, you know, and take your camera and just photograph it and document it, that's fine. I, I just know for me that there's that balance between, you know, experiencing the moment and, and being able to record it. I want to be able to do both. And so it really is tricky to find that balance. So I might suggest that if, if you're, you're, uh, one of those people who likes to spend the time behind the camera, see if you can see what happens when you can, uh, put the camera down from your face and, and experience, uh, the world. I mean, the event or the, the experience that you're having at that time, um, and see if you can find that balance, you know, um, I don't judge it. I'm not saying one's brighter, one's wrong. I just know for me that uh, I, I, like I said before, I, I, I didn't say before, but one one time on a trip a long time ago, I uh, went to Germany, and I think uh, I spent this was my first time there, and so I just brought my film. I was shooting film, and I just shot and shot and shot and shot and shot. And then when I got back, and I was looking at the slides, and I was looking, I was like, yeah, I remember that. And then it occurred to me that my entire memory was based on a viewfinder image, like what I was looking through the viewfinder. A lot of my memories were that, you know, that slide or that negative, whatever I shot, you know, so I had spent way too much time looking through the viewfinder and not sort of just absorbing stuff with my eyes. But uh, in the meantime, you know, continue taking snapshots. I think uh, they're valuable. And uh, this idea of putting books together and sharing them with people that you know and love, uh, even as gifts or something like that they actually mean more than I think we think they do, you know, um, to see how much uncle Gene really, uh, was, um, cherishing that book, uh, while he was sitting there. Um, really I could see that that's worth spending time doing, making these kind of books and printing and, and sharing pictures. So anyway, I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> I'm just done. Uh, so yeah, the show is a little shorter today, but, uh, Hey, I hope by making, you know, some sense here. And, uh, hey, if you got any uh, memories like this and you want to share them, just drop me a line. Look, uh, I'm getting, uh, I keep saying the Switch to Manual website is going to be put together. I just haven't gotten to it yet. So if you want to get in touch with me, you want to read what I'm writing, go to uh, amrosario.com. That's where you're going to see most stuff. Um, I, I post blog posts there and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at amrosario on Twitter and the same on Instagram. Uh, I, I still post once in a while at switch to manual, switch to number two manual on, on Twitter and on uh, uh, Instagram, but mostly under amrosario. I'm not getting rid of switch to manual yet. It's just, you know, I've got too many things to go on. i got to focus on one thing. So also, if you get... Uh, 
Look, if you get this show on iTunes or anything like that, if you can give me any kind of ratings and reviews, and uh, that would be great. Uh, I'd like for my 100th show to have a lot more people listening <laughs> than I do now, but uh, anything you can do to help, that would be great. You know, if you want to drop me some uh, beer money in the Podbean page, I wouldn't say no, you know, but uh, got to pay the bills. But, uh, you know, really, if you could just tell people about the show and, and spread the word, that would probably be the best thing for, for me. I really like to do this show. I really like sharing my photo experiences with you all. I hope you guys do too. You know, um, if you've got any feedback or suggestions, just drop me a line. And uh, yeah, let's see what else. Uh, I can't think of anything else. So uh, hopefully you guys didn't get too pinched on tax day in, in the States. You know, uh, I don't talk about politics here at all. Uh, but, you know, taxes, we all have to deal with it. <laughs> I, I deal with it by filing extension. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with it in April. I go, I go six months. Anyway. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we well, will see you at the uh, end of April, and uh, have a good one, and adios.